0: podcast we're glad to have you here just looking over the way things have been going uh, if you look at the news see what's going on in the world and we've, we've talked before about even if you're not a, a believer even if it's an unbeliever you you know down inside that something is happening and that we can't continue down the path that we're going But tonight, what we kind of want to talk about, if you're a believer, and even if you're not a believer, this should encourage you to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. But the Bible specifically talks about these times that we're living in. It describes them out. Uh, We may get into that tonight a little bit, but it talks about perilous times and and different things that are going on it it talks about lovers of flesh uh you know lovers of not of natural affection which you see that now with the homosexual agenda that they're pushing uh transgenderism uh they're pushing drag queen stuff and everything uh we've got you know an economic crisis on our hands they're talking about you know stock market crashes and and inflation and Uh, depressions and all these different things and i from the natural side and this is where i think as believers we have to learn to differentiate is we look at those natural things all these things that are going on i mean they're talking now about uh fertilizer shortages and they're making the fertilizer over in ukraine and russia and places of germany and with the energy crisis that they're facing they're fixing the cut off gas lines because they're not going to have the, the, the gas to provide heat and stuff so they've cut back these fertilizer factories that in turn affects the United States us buying uh, the farmers being able to buy fertilizer they're going to be put on you know allotments they won't be able to buy but so much when you look at all these things it it, it puts fear fear wants to creep in and you see that's what the enemy wants is for us to live in fear and I heard a guy make this quote, and I wrote it down. But he said, uh, fear is never the answer, for it results in blurred thinking, which in turn causes bad decisions. And you see, the enemy wants us to question the Word of God. How can a believer, we're, we're going to be in this thing, we're going to be living through these things, how would all these perilous times are we going to be experiencing amazing things? But that's what we want to get into tonight is, yes, we need to be aware of what's going on in the world. We need to be conscious of it. You you can't be uh, what I call a mind-numb Christian. Well, I, I don't pay attention to what the world says because I, I cling to God's word. Well, we should cling to his word, but don't be ignorant. Mm -hmm. The Bible talks about, be ye not ignorant, brethren, of Satan's devices. Well, the things in the world are Satan's devices. We need to be alert. We need to be aware. You know, um, just like we've been talking uh, the other Sunday when I preached about we need to take a military mindset. Well, if I'm going to advance in in the enemy territory, I have to know the enemy's tactics. I have to know what they're doing. So we have to be aware, but instead of being fearful when the media's talking about how tragic things are and, and how bad it's going to get, it should give you a note of victory knowing that in the darkest times, God's still going to provide for his children. The darkest times for the world is going to be some of the most blessed, amazing times I believe for the child of God and you know I was thinking about that today of how amazing it is I-, I told God I said God you you chose me to live in these last days you chose me to minister your gospel in one of the toughest times this world has ever seen you chose me just like he's chose you he's chose Josh you that are watching he's chosen every one of us to live in this time because he believes in us and he <laughs> wants to do amazing things through us so regardless of what's going on we have an assurance from the word of God, a more sure word than anything else, that we're going to be taken care of, we're going to be blessed, and we're going to advance the kingdom of God until he comes to get his church.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, You know, I, I of course, grew up in the 50s and the 60s, you know, and, uh, you know, oftentimes people my age, we've talked about, uh, we believe that we grew up in the best time. Mm-hmm. And of course those years were good years. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't as much violence and crime and, uh, and all this, uh, you know, that you mentioned, uh, at the beginning going on then, but, uh, as good as those times and basically, uh, peaceful times mm-hmm. except for the Vietnam war, you know, and, uh, but yet, as you said, we, we as Christians today are living in the greatest time yeah. for the church yeah. that the world has ever known and the believer. Uh, a scripture passage over in Isaiah chapter six sixty talks about uh, this. And he says, Arise and shine for thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And uh, then it goes on to talk about uh, that there will be uh, kings and leaders of, of states and nations. That will be drawn to the light uh, in the life of the believer. And uh, so, yes, uh, you know, as second Timothy chapter three, verse one talks about this, know also. Mm-hmm. in the last days, perilous, dangerous, hurtful times shall come. right. But uh, also in uh, matthew twenty four, you know, the uh, disciples asked Jesus about the last days, about the sign of his coming, the end of the age, and so on. And uh, Jesus answered them. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, caught my attention when you think about this uh, is the first thing Jesus said to them in response to their question was, See that no man deceive you. Right. And uh, I know you've heard me preach this many Mm -hmm. times over the years. But uh, one of the things, the reason I believe he's told us that is to let us know that especially in these last days, there's going to be a lot of deception and uh, not only about the coming, the return of the Lord Jesus, but also in every area of mm-hmm. life and government and your social life and everything. There's, there's going to be all kinds of deception. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, you know, he went on to say there would be famines and pestilence and earthquakes uh, in diverse places. And, uh, you know, they, there's more uh, record today of, of earthquakes than any time in the history mm-hmm. Since they've been keeping up with these things, and uh, we, I think there was an earthquake in uh, north of San Francisco mm-hmm. uh, here as uh, yesterday, day one. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, there's all the time talking about those things, and there'd be wars and rumors of wars, and of course, uh, you know, now that they've uh, pulled our uh, troops out of. Uh, uh, the Ukraine, uh, you know, and Afghanistan. And, uh, of course, we hadn't really had troops in the Ukraine, but out of Afghanistan. And uh, we, we, but we're still there talking about, they're worried or concerned about China Mm -hmm. and Taiwan and so on. So there's always uh, going to be talk of wars and conflicts going on. But the thing that uh, you know uh, encourages me, if you read the twenty fourth chapter of Matthew, when Jesus was describing all of these events, these signs, things that are we're going to see, uh, he said right in the middle of it, mm-hmm. "You see that you be not troubled." Right. Well, uh, I may not be the smartest person in the world. But one thing I've learned is to take Jesus at his word. At his word. word. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, because he will always keep his word. And uh, so I got a hold of that probably been 49 years ago now, uh, that I got a hold of that. When I saw that for the first time, I took a hold of that and I said, Jesus, I trust you. Mm hmm. You know, I I believe that you will take care of us, you will protect us, and you will provide for us. And uh, also there's a scripture over in Luke's gospel, chapter 21 and verse 25, uh, he says, and they shall be signed in the sun, the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth, Mm -hmm. distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. And uh, so you've never seen a time in the history of the world when there's so much uh, distress of nations, perplexity. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they don't know the answer. They, yeah. I mean, they'll talk about doing different things, but they, they're, what they're saying don't work. Right. They're they're perplexed. They they don't really know what to do. Oh, they'll talk and they want you to think they've got everything Mm. under control, but they don't. Right. And, uh, you know, I believe it's going to take God to straighten this uh, thing out, you know, not only here in the United States, but in other nations of the world. But uh, I want to go down uh, to, uh, well, you know, it, it uh, talks about in verse 26, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the power of heaven, powers of heaven, shall be shaken. And then it talks about they'll see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with power and great glory. And he said, when these things begin to come to pass, then look up. Mm -hmm. Don't look down, look up, Mm -hmm. for your redemption draweth nigh. Praise God. And uh, so I believe that we're certainly living in a time when Jesus is, uh, you know, could come at any moment, especially. And in that, he's talking about when he comes to establish his kingdom here on the earth. So if that's the case, then the, the Bible speaks about a rapture
2: mm-hmm.
1: happening prior to Jesus' return to the earth. And uh, I know there's a lot of people argue about that and uh, you know say that the uh, church will go through that time, that there's no rapture, we go through the tribulation and all that. Well, uh, Jesus said in Luke 21, verse 36, watch yep that you, you know that that's something you need
0: that's a key word
1: watch. <laughs> why he said watch ye therefore and pray always why that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of man mm-hmm. again, I take Jesus at his word. Mm-hmm. He said, watch and pray. Why? That you may escape. In other words, as a believer, if we're looking for Jesus coming uh, for the catching away of the church, the bride of Christ, uh, we don't have to be afraid, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, we, he said he's coming for those who love his appearing, mm-hmm. those who are looking for him. You know, I I'm, I don't know. No man knows the day or the hour, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised for any time that he. Comes. Right. I mean, he could come at any moment. But uh, you know, uh, we we have to to have peace, and I know that uh, peace is really if you uh, talk to people and if they'll be honest with you, deep down in their soul the greatest, most important thing in their life is to have peace. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not at peace with God, right. you're not at peace with yourself mm-hmm. and you're not at peace with others either because mm-hmm. things get all messed up and all these tests and trials that come our way. Uh, you, The only way that you can really uh, stay stable during times like that, times like we're living in, is to have the peace of God in your heart mm-hmm. and in your life. And uh, I know you, you said earlier, you know, if, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have the peace of God in your heart and in your mind, you, you're, you're not going to fare well. right? And also in Isaiah 26, verse 3, he said, "He whose mind is stayed upon mm-hmm. Thee is kept in perfect peace." Mm-hmm. So, uh, I know I've heard people in the past say, "Well, you can't study that all that religion all the time; you'll go crazy." I'm not talking about studying religion. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about having your mind on a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. the true living God, you know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, everything else kind of looks dim Mm -hmm. when you look at what he is, Mm -hmm. who he is, what he's done for us. And to have that hope Mm -hmm. that we're going to be with him we're going to heaven, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people don't have that peace and that assurance, right? But they can, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just a simple matter of, uh, according to Romans ten verse nine and ten, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. believe in thine heart that God has raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Mm-hmm. That's
0: all they are to us. It's that simple.
1: And uh, it goes on to say, in, uh, in Ephesians uh, chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, it says that, uh, for by grace are you saved through faith. Mm-hmm. It is a gift of God, not of works. As a lot mm-hmm. of people depend on their good work. Mm-hmm. But that won't, you know, you ought to do good work, but that won't get you into heaven. Right. The only thing that will get you into heaven is that you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you believe that he died on the cross, and God the Father raised him the third day back to life. And he said, if you believe that and confess it with your mouth, believe it in your heart, you'll be saved. Mm-hmm. That that That's so simple that people stumble over it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they say, well, you make it too easy. I didn't make it that way. Right. God did. Mm-hmm. He knew that we could not, uh, you know, keep the law, that we couldn't uh, do good works to earn or merit our salvation. It's a free gift from God. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing you can do about a free gift is receive it. hmm and, uh, you know, I wish people, yeah. you know, understood that and, and would receive that. And, uh, but another uh, thing that we can know that, uh, and and if I'm going too long, you can <laughs> in, interrupt me and call me down. I'll get to get <laughs> in here in a little bit. But uh, on down in verse 29 of that uh, same chapter, Luke 21, he said, as he spake unto them a parable, Behold the fig tree and all the trees. Mm -hmm. In in Matthew, it just says, Behold the fig tree. Mm -hmm. But in Luke, he said, Behold the fig tree and all the trees. Mm -hmm. Well, if the fig tree represents natural Israel, Mm -hmm. and the olive tree, of course, is the spiritual symbol, but if the fig tree represents the nation of Israel, then the, all, all the trees represent other nations. Yeah. And so not only, and, and he said, uh, if you, uh, you know, see uh, when they now shoot forth, uh, you see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise, when you see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily, I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away until all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words, notice that, my mm-hmm. words. The word of God is sure. Mm-hmm. The word of God is like an anchor to our soul. It it keeps our boat, as so to speak, yeah. steady, mm-hmm. stable. We are not going to be shaken. And... Uh, he said, "But my words shall not pass away." So, uh, you know, when when did the fig tree start budding? Mm-hmm. Actually, if Israel, uh, if and and I believe that the fig tree represents the nation of Israel, natural natural Israel in nineteen forty eight July. I believe it was July the 14th, 1948, that Israel was declared a nation. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the 15th of July, they began their first convening together as a a true nation and governing themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, also along with Israel, not only has Israel come forth blossomed, become a, a powerful nation really, and uh, in such a short period of time uh, but other nations as well. I mean you hear when when I was growing up i I never heard of uh uh you know Syria, mm-hmm. turkey uh. You know, uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, Mm -hmm. all those uh, mid-eastern countries over there. uh, I I never heard those mentioned. Mm -hmm. but Now, they're almost in the news daily. Right. On a daily basis. And uh, so, other nations have sprung up that, uh, (laughs) you know, we didn't have, uh, in other words, pay much attention uh, to that. But uh, he said, you know, that uh, when you see this, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise, in other words, in the same manner, when you see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. So we can look at uh, what is going on in the world today, the famines, pestilence, Earthquakes dive in diverse places, uh, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and so on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, me, I, I've, I've lived to see that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're mm-hmm. uh, not near as old as I am, <laughs> about 30 years difference in our age. But, uh, you know, we're we're seeing these things almost daily on the news, mm-hmm. you know, that are taking place. And uh, so uh, I believe that uh, these are signs, uh, you know, that something is about to happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're, we're getting into a, a p- position where, you know, with the inflation, they're talking about, uh, uh, you know, the economy uh, going flat, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, well, if it's not flat, it's getting close, yeah. uh, you know. And uh, I've heard more politicians talk about a one-world government, mm-hmm. you know, than, than ever before. And, uh, of course, that's the agenda of the Antichrist. Yeah. He, he wants to rule the world. But there's only one man mm-hmm. that will ever rule this entire world and his name yep, is Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Praise God. And in Isaiah nine six, the Bible says, "Unto us a child is born; unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, mm-hmm. and of his kingdom there shall be no end." Right. Praise God. Yeah. And uh, so, really, uh, you know, people have a t- trouble understanding with all of this darkness that, you know, I think uh, you mentioned there in Isaiah 60, coming upon the earth in gross darkness, the people, uh, I, I, I would have never thought I would live to see our world and especially the nation, the United States of America, with our leaders being so corrupt And with the agenda, Mm -hmm. the ideology that they have, you know. And uh, he said also, he said, as it was in the days of Noah, Mm -hmm. so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Mm -hmm. How was it in Noah's day? Well, if you go back uh, to Genesis, uh, you know, chapter 6, it says that, every imagination mm-hmm. of men's hearts was continually evil all the time mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me and so I believe that we're 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 seeing that it seems like the more corrupt uh, people's minds are I mean when I was growing up uh, Disney was considered you know a Program mm-hmm. for children or, mm-hmm. and even adults could, mm-hmm. uh, you know, watch it. Uh, it, uh, you know, seemed to uh, be a, a family type program, you know. And uh, now mm-hmm. they're they're have the uh, homosexual agenda,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: pedophiles. They, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I would have never thought Walt Disney. And, of course, he's been dead for a long time now. But to see that uh, part, that theme part, sink so low, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so, you know, they're cartoons. They, they've turned them uh, into programs that promote uh, pedophiles and mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, you, you just wouldn't have thought it would be that way. But the Bible says that every imagination of mm-hmm. men's heart that don't know God mm-hmm. that that will show you that man without God will sink to the lowest depravity.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I think when we look at what you've been sharing, we we know that Jesus is coming. Yeah. And we don't the, the wind is short now we don't know i mean he could come before this podcast is over
2: yeah
0: it could be 10 years from now i you know i i don't believe according to the scripture that it would be i don't believe 10 years but yeah. we don't know for sure yeah but as things get dark like this as as these things begin to happen what we have to realize is you know the, the the Bible talks about uh, I can't remember exactly. What you'll know where it's at. Where it talks about doctrines of demons. Um, you know, and as being not deceived, people. And, and we talked about this earlier today. People are not just going to fall for an out and out lie. Yeah. People that what people have to understand is is. Satan knows the Bible. Mm-hmm. And what he's doing in, in inside churches is he's taking the scriptures and he's taking facts and he's putting them together and putting his spin on it to where it looks good, mm-hmm. it sounds, sounds good, good. <laughs> this seems to be growing, yeah. people seem to be liking this, and believers are going, now wait a minute, we're holding on to this, but this ain't growing, Maybe we need to go to this. It looks good. It sounds good, you know, and it's pulling people away. And, you know, I believe that as things are getting darker, and I believe we we live in a generation now where uh, we live in a generation now or society now where you've got to do more than show me what his word says. Mm-hmm. You've got to prove it yeah the signs the miracles and the wonders mm-hmm. and jesus plainly said these signs shall follow them that believe mm-hmm. but how many churches are out there that have no signs no miracles and no wonders following yeah. but yet their churches are growing and that's where it's where i get excited because i believe that we're stepping into an era where where jesus was talking about these works and greater works will you do because I go to the Father. Mm -hmm. We're going to be stepping into a time where you're not going to have a a miracle here and maybe a sprinkling of a, a sign here and a year or two down the road you might. I believe that we're fixing to walk into a season before his coming to where when we gather together, immediately, demons will be have to acknowledge that because people are like well you mean demons are in church oh yeah 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 Yeah, they come (laughs) if a lot of people show up they come they're more faithful than a lot of a lot of yeah (laughs) but i believe that we're fixing to walk in an era where we're going to begin to see great miracles people you know Walking out of wheelchairs, people with, born without limbs, limbs growing out, Uh, people, you know, from their deathbeds even being raised up. Why? Because we live in a society where, because with social media and things, you've got, we've got to see it. Yeah, I've heard it, but now I want to see it. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God, He's going to, He's going to oblige people of that because it's one thing to tell people, God can do a miraculous miracle. It's a whole other thing when they see that miracle happen because if I tell somebody, God done this in a service, oh, that's great, that's awesome, and they go on. But if that person sees somebody that they know in a wheelchair or without a limb and that limb grow out, what is that person going to do? They're going to run out of here and they're going to tell everybody they know Jesus done this for so-and-so. And I believe that churches that are seeking after God, seeking his righteousness, that are awaiting his appearing, I believe that we're fixing to walk into a season to where miracles will begin to manifest on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. You know, I've even said that I believe we're walking into a season to where it's not going to just necessarily be the preacher laying hands on people, mm-hmm. but I believe just right in the middle of services, right where people are sitting, as they come with that expectation, God's going to begin to do things, mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to see these things happen, in spite of what's going on in the world. Yeah, and just like in in the Old Testament where Pharaoh wanted you know to kill the firstborn, and then God flipped that around and he sent the death angel, but he said, put blood over your doorpost mm-hmm. so that the death angel may pass by. There was a lot of death that happened that night, but if it was blood on the doorpost, the death angel, had to, he had to pass by. He could not enter in. Yeah. So what that is is Egypt, that's a type of the world. Mm-hmm. That next morning, there was much weeping, much gnashing of teeth, they were they were tormented because all these firstborn children have died. But yet in Goshen, there was much rejoicing. Mm-hmm. Well, Goshen, that could be a type of the church. So in today's time, there's going to be a lot of death, destruction, perplexities the Bible talks about. But in the church... There's going to be great rejoicing. There's going to be signs, miracles, and wonders happening. And that's the things that will draw people into the kingdom. So to me, I mean, it's, you know, what an exciting time to live in. Yeah, it sure is. Uh,
1: I was just thinking about, uh, you know, the times that I have gone to India mm-hmm. and uh, preached, uh, you know, in... Uh, revival services over there and uh, of course we uh, support a Indian missionary James Jacob and have ever since 1985 uh, when I first met him and uh you know uh, we 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 saw some of the most outstanding miracles I mean mm-hmm. like you're talking mm-hmm. about blinded eyes were opened. deaf ears were unstopped uh, you know, people that uh and and we even ministered to lepers mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and prayed for God's healing upon them. And uh uh a young boy who had never walked, eight years old had never walked. Mm-hmm. And instantly when he was prayed for, he walked out of that building. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, so uh, you know, they they say, well, boy, you you must really had strong faith. Well, I didn't preach anything different, different than I preach here in America, right? You know, but people, uh, I I well, I've used this example, and I, you know, it, what I have seen is I think people have become what I call gospel hardened, mm-hmm. and they say, oh, well, I've heard that. Well, if you get that attitude, you're yeah. already in trouble. Yep. It doesn't make any difference. It's like uh, Billy Graham, uh, who was, uh, to my way of thinking, one of the greatest preachers of our time, uh, you know, preached salvation all over the world, stood before kings of nations and uh, presidents and so forth, great man. And yet he was such a simple man mm-hmm. and he preached the love of God and salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ and, uh, you know, saw multitudes saved, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, uh, people have to be taught. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that there are some today Preaching against what we're talking about, yeah. about the miracles, mm-hmm. God's healing power being manifested, and against uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit yeah. and speaking with other tongues, according to Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Uh, matter of fact, it, uh, it's happened just recently,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, but uh, it doesn't matter what. Man says it's what does God's word say right? And uh, I, you know, found out as a young Christian, I you know, I was uh, so hungry to learn. Uh, I, I would spend every possible moment I had studying God's Word. And I would go to prayer meetings every chance I got Mm -hmm. because I I was so eager to learn and I would be reading the Bible and, uh, you know, and I'd see something. I said, wait a minute, I never heard that before. I must not be understanding this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that would, uh, that happened for about a six month period. And, uh, but then but it wouldn't be. But uh, you know, when I would see something like that in the scripture, it wouldn't be sometimes a week or two weeks at the longest. I would hear a preacher on the radio say exactly what I had read. Mm-hmm. I said, "Wait a minute, that—that's what I." Mm-hmm. And that it was right. What mm-hmm. I saw, what I was reading, and uh, as I said, that happened over about a six-month period, several times, many times. And one day the Lord spoke to my heart, and He said, "I'll teach you if you'll let me mm-hmm. you know And again, we can go back to where Jesus said, "See that no man deceive you." yeah And you can, you might say, Well, how do you know you're not deceived? Because in the sixteenth chapter of John verse 13, uh, you know Jesus said, "When he the spirit of truth is come, mm-hmm. He will guide you into all truth. Right. Not just some of it, but all of it. Yeah. And uh, a cer- certainly that's a continual, ongoing process. Mm-hmm. Where I believe we'll be learning until the day we leave this earth, you know. Yeah.
0: And I believe, just jumping in right there, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me about, uh, you know, they, there's a lot of ministries out there selling tribulation packets uh, yeah, you, you need to buy up your your food. Yeah. You know, we got to have the. Well, I I don't believe in that. No. Uh, you know, now have I been a little smart with it and told my wife, hey buy extra bag of rice when you go to the store and next time buy extra couple cans of soup just to have some extras not stuff that'll be wasted but stuff Mm -hmm. we're going to use anyway not going and buying a thousand extra dollars worth of groceries just hey this week if you buy a bag of rice instead of buying one buy two Mm -hmm. next week if you're buying some soups instead of buying five or six cans buy Mm ten you know uh, and I've had people ask me about uh uh you know, should we should we be concerned as far as our money in banks? And should we buy, you know, buy silver and gold? Because there's people out there telling, well, God told me to tell you. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But until God tells me, and that's where John 16, 13 comes in. If you, it don't matter if God spoke to your neighbor Paul with a glowing light coming down and you saw it, and he told Paul, your neighbor, to go buy silver and gold. Mm -hmm. He didn't tell you. You have to seek God. If God tells you to do it, do it. Yeah. But like I've said, my thing is, is if the economy crashes and the banks ain't got no money, I can't go to Food line with a bar of gold and buy nothing. Yeah. I can't go with a, a block of silver and here, how much can I get for this block? Why? Because they have no way to exchange the currency. Yeah. So, Anything that I do as far as in preparation for bad times, yeah, I've got extra water at the house and a little extra food, but I'm not buying it in fear. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not buying it as in a panic to to burden, be a, you know, and trying to, oh, how are we going to afford this? We got to, you know, I'm just saying practicality. Mm-hmm. Buy extra bag here, buy this little. Yeah. A, because it's stuff I'm going to use anyway.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're talking about the power grids. Yeah. Uh, blackout. That matter of fact, they've already had blackouts in California. Mm-hmm. And the governor's telling them uh, not to charge their electric cars.
0: Yeah. And they're going all electric <laughs> by 2035, too. You
1: know, and uh, so <coughs> you have to use uh, common sense uh, judgment on a lot of these things. And... Uh, there's nothing wrong, uh, you know, like you said, with buying some non-perishable yeah. uh, things, you know, uh, because if the power goes out, you have no way of cooking anything, Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, you you might have a little bit of, of propane in a grill mm-hmm. that you could fry some meat or something, yeah. but, you know, how long is the power grid going to stay down, well, right? You know, I, I don't understand all they're going to do about these things, but the like you said, if you, you know, when I was growing up, we had what we called a pantry. Yeah. And uh, in that pantry is a pretty good-sized little room. Uh, we stored up food, mm-hmm. you know, not a lot, but, you know, yeah. food we knew we would use. Mm-hmm. And uh, people, of course, uh, you know, had gardens and would can food. And uh all like that and store it up in the pantry, as we called it. Uh and there's nothing wrong with uh having some extra <coughs> things on hand, but uh we should never respond to the crisis in the world right. out of fear. Out of fear. You see? Mm-hmm. Because God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Uh I want to mention, too, uh, if I can, over here, and and then I'll be quiet, (laughs) I think. Uh, In Joel chapter 2, I begin, I want to read from verse 21. He said, Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beast of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit. The fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion. Well, that's, that's talking about the Old Testament church, but yet I believe it applies to us today as well. He said, Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe that's uh, not talking about natural rain, of course, which we need natural rain, but I believe this is in reference to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Uh, there's a latter-day outpouring mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit, which uh, took place on the day of Pentecost. This, this is what uh, Joel was talking about here. And uh, he said, The floor shall be full of wheat, the fats shall overflow with uh, wine and oil, and I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, my great army, Which I sent among you, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. And then in verse 28, and 29 was when he's talking about that, in you know, afterward, he said, It'll come to pass, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Mm-hmm. You see, and then in Acts uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, uh, you know, people say that uh, that that was when the prophecy of Joel was fulfilled. It was only the beginning mm-hmm. of, of that, and it is continuing. Uh, even unto this present day, because he said in the last days or afterward, after all those things, he said, I'm going to pour out of my spirit or I'm going to pour out for you the rain, mm-hmm. the latter rain or the latter outpouring of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and the uh, present time, you know, I'm going to pour out of my spirit and bring the two together,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. the latter former outpouring and the latter day outpouring, bring it all together in one month. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how much, uh, I believe it's more than just a 30-day period of time, Mm -hmm. but uh, he's, you know, I believe he's talking about a deluge Mm -hmm. of the Holy Ghost being poured out. And uh, I believe that's why, uh, you know, it's it's talking about. Uh, I remember uh, one pastor, uh, preacher, evangelist uh, of uh, the early 1900s, uh, Smith Wigglesworth, mm-hmm. gave a prophecy, and he said that when the word and the spirit come together,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he said there's going to be moves of God's spirit that will eclipse anything that we've ever heard of or that we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And it was going to sweep across this nation and Mm -hmm. around the world. And uh, that will be the the great revival that the scriptures refer to. And there's going to come in multitudes of people. Even during the darkest times, God never leaves his people without hope. Yeah, He's always... uh, Extending to them hope, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why you know we we say, uh, you know, don't, don't it, it's okay to to watch a little bit of the news mm-hmm. just to kind of see what's going on and everything, but don't let those things they're saying take your faith from you or take your joy, right. peace from you. Mm-hmm. You see, and uh, so. The, the best thing that we can do in these times is uh, what the scripture says, occupy till I come. Mm-hmm. In other words, be busy mm-hmm. thinking on the things of God, witnessing to people, sharing your faith with people, telling them that God loves them, mm-hmm. telling them about the love of Jesus and that he gave himself on the cross. And was buried and rose again the third day that whoever believes on him would not perish. That's what we need to be doing. And yes, praying for people that are suffering, Mm -hmm. uh, people that are sick. And Mark chapter 16, where he gave the great commission, verse 15, he said, go into all the world. Now, he's, he's not just talking to his disciples, mm-hmm. you know, or the apostles there. He's talking to the church. Right. That commission, the great commission, is to the church, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And yes, he does uh, anoint apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, but he also anoints individual believers, mm-hmm. you know, the laity, we would say, mm-hmm. to go out. Mm -hmm. to witness, to be his witnesses, and to minister to people. And uh, one of the first things he said, one of the first signs he said that should follow the believer, he said, in my name. Mm -hmm. What name's that? Jesus. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, they shall cast out devil. Mm -hmm. They shall speak with new tongue. Mm -hmm. Oh, that that was for that day, but not today. Mm -hmm. No, that's a lie. Yep. Uh, I can, you know, show you in the scriptures, Acts chapter 2, verses 38 and 39. uh, You know, he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you. Mm -hmm. And he said, you shall receive then the gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So he said, for this promise is unto you and your children, to those that are afar off, and then even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Mm -hmm. He's still calling people today. If you're born again, God called you. Mm -hmm. God drew you to himself. So that promise is still for today. Mm -hmm. And the prophecy of Joel will be fulfilled all the way to the end.
0: Yeah. Well, I was doing a study. You bring that up, but I was doing a uh, word study on Joel chapter two today and and I believe it's chapter two verse three that's what you read where he said the I will pour out my the former rain and the latter rain. Mm-hmm. If you look back and study that out, they had a what they called a dry season and then they had a rain season mm-hmm. do you do you know what when the rain season started? Is what we call our month of October uh-huh. is when that starts. So I look at that, and if you look at uh, some prophecies that we've heard uh, talking about that the fall of this year, God's going to begin to pour out his spirit, you know, we're coming up on the month of October. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that that... You know, and some people say, well, what's that going to be like? Well, I don't think we exactly know because nobody's ever experienced the former rain and the latter rain all at, all at one time. Yeah, we, we don't exactly know, but we know that this is what God said. There's going to be, uh, I think there'll be some peculiar miracles. There'll be things that may even make us scratch our head some, the way God may move. But what I like to tell people is follow the fruit. It may seem weird, but it, did somebody get saved? Did somebody get set free or healed? So we have to look at what's going on that, you know, you, we, we don't even hardly shake anymore at some of the vile, crazy stuff that goes on in the world. But yet, if if something a little different happens in a church service, oh that, oh, we don't know about that. Well, look at the results you know and i believe pouring out that rain the former rain the latter rain, i believe that's coming as soon possibly as this fall which will be you know leading into october that that's when we're going to begin to see these signs miracles and wonders mm-hmm. and we will realize then i think that's really going to help for a lot of people it's going to help them believe yeah. if i can see it i'm going to believe it versus well, I've read it, but is it really going to happen? Mm-hmm. And I believe we're coming into that, and I believe that will help people uh, that maybe are watching now. If you you know that are watching now, and you, you've got concerns, maybe because you're raising children and you you're trying to be concerned about their welfare. Now, how's it going to be? Trust God, the believers. We're going to do signs, miracles, and wonders. We're going to do greater works than that that even Jesus himself did. If we're willing to do that for him, do you think for one minute that God's not willing to take care of us during that time? Yeah. So, you know, we we don't need to live in that fear.
1: Yeah. Uh, there, too, in uh, Joel verse verse chapter 2, verse uh, 25, he said, I will restore to you the years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think when he talked about the uh, locust and the canker worm, the caterpillar and the palmer worm uh, is, uh, you know, different uh, times where we went through. We may not have been living as good as we should have or Mm -hmm. we've made mistakes. And, of course, there's mercy. God always extends his mercy. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: But he said, I will restore to you. See, God is a God of restoration. And over here in uh, Acts chapter 3, he said, Repent, therefore, in, in verse 19, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. Now notice verse 21, whom the heaven must receive until the times of the restitution or the restoration of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. And so there there's going to come, I believe, in the latter days, uh, God is going to restore to us the years that sin has robbed mm-hmm. us of. Mm-hmm. You know, the... What, what's going on in the world. And, you know, none of us have been perfect, that's for right. sure. Uh, you know, and I've met a few that thought they were perfect, <laughs> but I found out pretty quick they, they were. weren't, you know. And uh, the only perfect person, of course, is Jesus. And uh, But thank God there's mercy. Mm-hmm. In Psalms 103, he said, God has not dealt with us according to our sins. Mm-hmm. Boy, aren't you glad for that? Amen. But he said, "His mercies are higher than the heavens is above the earth. Mm-hmm. How, how are you gonna measure that? Right. You know, his mercy is higher than the heavens upon the right. above the earth. And uh, then he said, he will have mercy on those that fear him. Mm-hmm. You see. And uh, so God is a God of restoration." and uh, i believe that uh we're we're going to see a time when things that the enemy have robbed us of mm-hmm. and things that uh corrupt leaders mm-hmm. have robbed from the uh, the people mm-hmm. not only america but other nations yeah. of the world uh you know uh god is a god of restoration mm-hmm. you know And uh, I believe he's going to restore that. He said that the heavens would receive Jesus until the times of the restitution, that word means restoration, of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. So I believe everything that the enemy has stolen from us He's going to restore in these last days Mm -hmm. in this outpouring of the former rain, the latter rain, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know we're we're blessed, we're fortunate to be alive in this day and this hour. I know when uh, the uh, what we call the generals of the faith, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned earlier, uh, Billy Graham, and and of course I know they were many, many more. I couldn't name them all. Uh, Oral Roberts, uh, Lester Summerall, uh, T.L. Osborne, and uh, men of that caliber, uh, you know, uh, when they began to die and, you know, went on to heaven, there were people saying, what are we going to do? And I, you know, for a while I thought, well, Lord, they're our generals. We mm-hmm. we need our generals, you know, to teach us because they they had been where we were headed, mm-hmm. you know. But then I got to thinking, you know, God must have thought mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. and I could finish the job. Yep. Or He wouldn't have took them off the scene. Absolutely. You know, they'd still be here today. Mm-hmm. But see, God has faith in His people. And uh, because, not because we're, uh, you know, such great people, but it's the one who lives in us. Mm -hmm. And God knows that if we will just humble ourselves before him, be obedient to him, what he's asked us to do, that he can work through us, he can do and perform his word in our lives and the lives of those that we come in contact with. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that we're, you know the devil's gonna just lay down and take it. Right. He's gonna fight us tooth and toenail, mm-hmm. and he he don't want us to have liberty and freedom. Right. Uh, you know from a tyrannical government mm-hmm. uh, system. He wants uh, it's supposed to be f- uh, for the people and by the people, mm-hmm. and uh, we're to be free to worship God as we see fit. Mm-hmm. And according to what our convictions are uh, concerning the word of God, he wants us to have that liberty and that freedom. And, uh, you know, we, of course, we have to stand up. We mm-hmm. And uh, we we have to vote. We, we can't just not do nothing and say, oh, well, it doesn't do any good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it does. Every time you vote, it's your voice, mm-hmm. you see. And uh, this uh election was stolen, you know, the last election, but still our voice was there. Mm-hmm. And we can't be quiet. We can't right. stop. We've got to continue more than ever to proclaim mm-hmm. the gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: That's right. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, uh, in closing, you know, too, is uh, like I've said before, you know, you, you listen to what we're discussing but still, go back to the word for yourself. Yeah, settle it with the word. You know, the Bible talks about it. Even there, there is not a more sure word than the Scripture. Even if an angel tells you, yeah, if he can't back it up with Scripture, don't listen to it. That's right. And you know, uh, I, 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 you may know a few, but like, uh, it, you know, for people watching, you know, like uh, Kent Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, I, I've I've really took a, a a liking to him what he preaches he backs it up with scripture uh what he prophesies has been spot on um you know hank kuneman mm-hmm. uh, those are two uh that that they preach and, and they are believing and, and sharing what they're sharing on their channels it, it's running along the same lines as what we're ministering and but even with that you know god his word is where you need to be. Yeah. His word, he, listen to us, listen to us, some of those ministers like that. Be careful who you listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not careful, some of them will have us going right through the middle of the tribulation and we all going up with monkey pox and, you know, <laughs> using monopoly money to buy stuff with if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah. um, because, you know, anybody can get on social media and get them a business card and a YouTube channel, and now, hey, I'm in the ministry. Yeah. But whatever you let, back it up with the Word of God, and if you trust the Holy Spirit, you'll know. Yeah, I've watched people online before, and I'm thinking, boy, that that's good. I'm agreeing with that, and then they say something, and all of a sudden, in here, uh, mm -mm. yeah, no, so I just turn it off. Yeah, you know, but you have to be careful. It's good to to hear other perspectives. Yeah, but they all because like we've said before, there's multiple sides. To the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. You may come at it from one side. I may come at it from one side. Somebody else from this side. Somebody from this side. But the the point is, is at the end of it, we're all at the peak. The peak is the same. Yeah. Different views from different sides, but the peak is the same. Mm-hmm. And that's where we have to line up what we're hearing with scripture. Is this what God's word said? Is yeah. this what God is talking about? And then then ask, God is this right? Holy Spirit, show me, and He will. Yeah, you know, like you said earlier, when you hear somebody, no, don't follow that. Don't, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, be encouraged. Study the Word for yourself. A lot of times, I think we've got into this uh, mindset because we 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 like watching everything on on the camera. And letting everybody else do or No, you do the work for yourself. Yeah. Because, hey, what happens if there is some blackouts? You can't get on the TV in the blackout. You can't get on your computer in the blackout. Yeah. But you can get in that book. Yeah, that's right. You know. So we may pick back up on this next week a little bit more, uh, you know, because I really you know, want to hone in to get people to understand there's an end-time revival coming. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe it's coming starting as early as this fall. Yeah. We we have already started to see some things happening in our church more frequently. Other ministers I've talked to, they're seeing things more frequently. And I believe we're we're right on the precipice of the greatest move of God that this world has ever seen and ever will see before Jesus comes to get the church. And yeah. and I want people to understand, you know, listen guys. Don't live in fear. That's right. You know, trust God, believe God. He thought enough of you and He put you in this time frame mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to get to see the greatest moves of God, the greatest miracles against some of the greatest evils. And it'll just show even more that when evils is big and The worst it's ever been, it pales a comparison to what the the hand of God's going to begin to do, the Spirit of God is going to begin to do when he moves upon this earth. And I'm excited about it. Yeah,
1: I am too. I'm not afraid
0: of it. I'm excited. I'm ready, ready, ready. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, guys, you can help doing your part by hitting the like button, share this on your social media, you can share it and text it to somebody. Maybe you know somebody that's struggling with fear, uh, watching what's going on in the world, and they don't have hope, don't have an answer. Send this to them to let them know, listen, God is not a God that's going to let his people perish. He's not going to let us suffer. We're going to be blessed. We're fixing to be seeing the greatest miracles, signs and wonders, and the greatest just being alive, in living for God, we're fixing to be in the greatest times I believe the church has ever seen. And the only thing that's going to be better than that is when he comes to take his bride, which is the church, home Man. to live in glory. So listen, guys, be blessed. I hope you have an awesome week. We pray God's favor will be upon you in his hand of protection, and we'll see you again next Wednesday. God bless.